This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hi. Hello. How are you? I am good. How Uh, are you? I'm good. I saw (laughs) that you had the Makita out this weekend, so let's just go straight into that. What were you doing? Sanding? Why do we have to start every episode with garden chat? <laughs> you primed me with it. You posted a story and now I know that you did it. I did do that. Uh, we have been sanding our deck for days, weeks, months, years. Don't buy a hardwood deck if you don't want to deal with the maintenance. We oiled it once a year. We should have oiled it more than once a year because it started to get like mold, I guess you would call it, in the top layer of the wood. So then we had to sand it. Anyway, Adrian went back to Bunnings three times to his rage because the people at Bunnings kept telling him that he didn't need as hard a sandpaper as he wanted to buy. And of course, Adrian's always right. So in the end, he went and got the hard sandpaper that he wanted and it started happening a lot quicker. So yes, I was sanding the deck using a Makita sander this weekend. Wait, do do you attach sandpaper to that machine? Yeah, it like is on like a conveyor belt and it goes around and around. And the fun thing about it is that when you put the sander on the ground and you press go, it goes and like like goes out of your, like it pulls along the ground as you would expect it to, but I did not expect it to. Yeah, like a wind up matchbox car. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, boring, but good to know. Oh, I have other news for you whilst we're talking about boring things. Bobby has Pat. And there are like five other bats in my tray. They're still coming back every day. Oh, good. So you did yeah. get to use the name? Yes, Pat and Bobby. Yeah, that's how we um address them now. Okay. <laughs> How's your week been? What did you get up to? Oh, my God. Sorry, I was yawning because of all the sanding talk. Um. Oh, we'll just <laughs> cut it out. Cut it Cut it way back. No, I liked it. Um, you just <laughs> wait until you hear about my fence getting moved. Then it's <laughs> All thrilling content. Um, I'm good. I didn't get a long weekend like most of Melbourne, but... Well, none of us got a long weekend. We just got a random day off in the middle of the week. Well, no. Everyone takes Monday off. Oh, I didn't. Did you not? No. Oh, like everyone takes Monday off. Yes, you're right. Smart people do take Monday off, but even smarter people know that it's the perfect day to work because no one else is at work so you can get shit done. Or have a really flaky day and save your annual leave if if you are so inclined not that I did that yeah oh my god oh my god she's yawning again (sighs) um shall we move into beauty news oh my goodness are we ready already yeah I've literally got nothing like I have no entertaining funny content to bring nothing okay all right um I went shopping this week in real life yeah in real life and it was really good I'm so happy for you. I also went shopping in real life this week and I hated it. Yeah, well, I think that I made a wiser choice because I did Armadale Strip Shop, like refreshing on a on a what day was it? Saturday or a Sunday afternoon? Mm. I think it was four p.m. Divine. Whereas you went to Chatty on a public holiday. Yeah, that I did. <laughs> so I was an idiot. Not your best work. No. Had to be done though. Yeah. And like, hashtag blessed that we can do it, you know? Yes, you're so right. I shouldn't complain about the fact that I went to a shopping center 
because months ago I would have begged. So Exactly. Weeks ago I would have begged. Okay, now let's move into news. Uh, that's the tea on that. You've got some boxes to talk about. Yeah, so this week or last week, two big names in the UK beauty community launched boxes. So Emilia Liana, one of my faves. What do you mean what? by boxes? What's a box? I'll get to it. Do you watch okay. Emilia Liana? I do not. Why not? What's her story? I actually don't even know who she is. I couldn't pick her in a lineup. She's like a rich girl that lives in <laughs> Chelsea in England. And she oh, of course. Is, is like friends with a lot of the people from Made in Chelsea. And right. But she's also like relatable and quite lovely. Like she's just really oh. wealthy, but You uh, should have just said she's Estée Lalonde's best friend. Oh yeah. Yes, I know who I know who she is. Yeah, I really like her. And then what cemented that I liked her was when she met um Effie. Mm-hmm. And Effie was like licking all over her body and Amelia was like, Oh, this is the best thing ever and I was like, Oh, I love people that are tolerant of like annoying dog things and then she also goes and babysits Effie sometimes if Estee is out of the house for a long period and I was like, God, I thought I liked her before, but with this dog dedication I truly trust her more as a human. Yeah, bless that. That's really nice. Yeah. Thanks, Amelia, for being a good person. Anyway, she launched a box, question mark. She launched a box. I feel like this is a trend of the last, mm, I want to say two years, influencers collabing with brands to release beauty boxes, so like value sets. I guess that's the only yeah. way you can really describe it, right? Bunches yeah. of products that you like advent them. calendars like advent yeah. calendars that aren't in little tiny holes they're just in one big box <laughs> exactly and a lot of the time they're either deluxe samples or full size they're great so a lot of the time they're done in collaboration with I've seen people do them with Colt Beauty I think Caroline Hirons did one with Colt Beauty I've seen people do them with Space and K maybe Caroline Hirons did one with Space and K as well <laughs> Amelia Liana has done hers on her own so not in collaboration oh. with any other brand, which I thought was interesting because although I follow her, I wouldn't say she's like the biggest beauty YouTuber. So I thought the fact that she was going out and doing it on her own without a retailer was like, I don't know, a decently big deal. Yeah. In the box, she's got some Murad, Saint-Tropez, Cordelie, Nude Sticks, Luminate, Chantecaille, By Terry, Lips, and Moroccan Oil. So a Super pretty- interesting. It kind of feels like the thing that, influencers do on Instagram where they have like those competitions and it's like you have to follow five accounts and like and comment on all of our photos and then we'll enter you in this competition to win products from Louis Vuitton and a TV and a car and a wad of cash and and eight Mac laptops and (laughs) how can it be no that is like weird but it's kind of the same thing it's a lot of people partnering up together for the greater good of each other like they're benefiting off each other it's a collab. <laughs> yeah, but it's so different to those weird Louis Vuitton luggage photos <laughs> on Instagram. How weird was it when Beck Judd did that recently? Literally so weird. I was just thinking about that. I think they discussed <laughs> it on the Shameless podcast. And then they oh, did they? On how it happened. Yeah. It was <laughs> fascinating because I've never understood. I always just thought it was like spam, but it was legit. Anyway, moving on from the fact that it's nothing like that. It's more like an advent calendar. You were on the ball there. Um, <laughs> yeah, who watched her kit? And then also, speak of the devil, Caroline Hirons has launched a kit, again, not with a retailer, on her own, 
In hers, she has products from Allies of Skin, Antonia Burrell, Biosance, Dermalogica, Deviant Skincare, Jane Scrivener, never heard of that, Josh Rosebrook, Kate Somerville, Murad, Oskia, Stravectin, Sunday Riley, Votary, and Zellens. I think it's nice when you read Caroline Hirons, because mm. a lot of those brands, like you you hear her talk about them all the time. Like she's friends with Kate Somerville. She's friends with Dr. Marco Lenz and Josh Rosebrook too. You just, all of the people, which is obviously why she's created the box, but it just seems authentic because yeah. she actually knows the owners of the brands. And interestingly, in her announcement photo, she's listed it like a band lineup for a festival and she's listed all of the like founders of the brand. So it says like the lineup, Allies of Skin, Nicholas Travis, so it just oh. it's sort of emphasizing the fact that she knows them deep on a on a personal level, which I thought was yeah, interesting. It's very Caroline Hirons. Exactly. And then with Amelia Lianas, it also seemed authentic because it was brands that she consistently works with, like Shantakai by Terry. Also, there's a Shantakai lip sheik in hers. Oh, we should buy it just for that. Actually, not the lip sheik, the lip veil, the fancy one. Where can do they just both have their own websites? Where can I buy these? The Amelia Liana one sold out and the Caroline Hirons. Why did you even tell us about this then? Because it's news. Maybe you can buy it on the black market. Anyway, (laughs) it's more about um, knowing that they have launched them and knowing that this is a thing and a trend and a good way to get your value these days rather than an advertisement of go, go buy them. It is a great way to get your value. It kind of feels like, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just going to keep drawing parallels to yep. my life. <laughs> it kind of feels like the um, the things that you get at David Jones a little bit to me, though, where it's like if you spend $150 on Moncom products today, you'll get this David Jones beauty gift bag and it's full of $350 worth of products. But it's all sample size things. I don't know. Personally, I just really dislike getting a bunch of things that I won't use. Yeah. I'd have to be really sure that I would want to use all of these things. I I do like the bag that Amelia Liana's comes in though. And she did say that she trialed like 16 plus different bags because she was like, I want the handle to actually work as a handle and I want my full-size products to fit sideways and like lengthways. And, yeah, I liked that she put thought into it and didn't just whack a shitty plastic bag on it or, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I just I I like really her. like her, okay, and I like what she does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going yes. to say that I can assure you that we're in the minority when we say that we don't want a random batch of samples and whatnot because yeah, you're so we, right. so know, we so know people will kill a man for a beauty lip box. <laughs> they will kill a man for a gift with purchase on Boxing Day. They will complain if they don't get a sample when it was mentioned or if the sample is sold out. Like, they don't care if it's not suitable. They you want know, free things. You know what else they kill a man for? Those Priceline bags yep. every single yep. season. And the Chemist Warehouse ones, definitely the long-com sets. That shit will cause an absolute uproar, the long-com stand. Um, Wild. Yeah, so I think we are in the minority. People love value so much. And I guess particularly when it comes to beauty, beauty yeah, is really it's so hard. hard. Your yeah. the way to get beauty is with gift with purchases, really. So Yeah, you're very right there. Um, I'll allow it. Thank you. Moving on. Go to 
have bought out their face hero in a 50ml gold packaged oil for Christmas. And it She fancy. Delightful. She fancy. It should be fancy face. She's so fancy. It looks like a genie could be hidden inside it. It does, doesn't it? I have two comments. The first comment is, don't be an idiot like me and think that this has different ingredients because it says face hero extra. I thought that it was like a little bit extra, not like there's actually extra product in there, you know? (laughs) I thought they'd added in a touch of fancy to it, but they they have not. Uh, Secondly, I wish that they put one of those clear panel windows on the side of it so that you could see how much oil was left in it, but it does look like it's a little bit translucent or maybe that's just the photography on their website. Not sure. Hmm. Can you not kind of tell from the way the pipette works? It's not, or is it not a pipette? Is it a pump? No, it's a pipette still. Okay. Because I definitely agree with having a window on the side of pump serums because you, you mm. just don't see. Whereas with pipette, you generally get an idea when you're having to start to like angle the pipette. That's true. And also you could just like use your eyes and look inside, couldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> there's a hole. But God, that yeah. sounds exhausting. Um, we wanted to raise a point, I think, was it on Instagram, Alex, that there was a No, bad- on their website, there's a bad oh. review. It's not bad. It's like three star. It just says it's overpriced for what you're paying for. They said also $30 more for only 20 mil, question mark. You're paying for the packaging. Well, Sam, we've done the math. And actually, it's the exact same dollar per mil that you would be paying for the original go-to hero, yeah. face hero. But you get the convenience of not having to buy it as frequently and you get packaging which is clearly more expensive so I did say generally speaking with a jumbo product you'd get a slight saving I imagine the packaging of this was considerably more expensive to make and so instead of doing a saving they just like cut it and made it the same cost but I would still always pick a bigger option if it's something that I'm not going to fly through uh, because I don't know I don't just hate buying things I hate having to replenish I hate buying things. Also, if it's something that doesn't expire or like get less efficacious, mm-hmm. um, or effective, yeah, yeah, or effective as it as you use it, then I think it makes sense to get a big bottle as well. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, tell me, yes, or, or was this me or you? Paula's choice, and oh yeah, Paula's choice. This, and is you. this was me. Um, They're ultra- beautiful. Yeah, Ultraviolet has launched some really cute sets and they have a really fun bag. Yeah. What does it say on it? It says very ultra. There you go. Um, And it's very cute. And as we said in a couple of episodes ago, we love like a Mecca sunscreen gift set. Such a good, easy to gift to people that you don't know because everyone should be wearing sunscreen. Another yep. great thing to gift sunscreen, the kind of thing you don't want to buy yourself, but the kind of thing you really appreciate and the packaging looks so cute. Just great. We love it's another gift set. It's super cute. However, I do want to say I wish that they packaged the two hero products into one gift set as well with a cute little bag because that would have had me sold. I'm not really that interested in having the minis of everything. and I'm also not very interested in having one of each of the sunscreens or one of each of the lip balms. But that's just me. I'm a picky consumer. Like I said, I don't like to have lots of extra stuff. I just need the things I need. Yeah, you want you wanted them to call you first, ask <laughs> for the products that you wanted, and then create a kit for you. But also, yeah, you don't like a customized kit because that reminds you of the time Beck judged the Louis Vuitton travel bag giveaway. 
also, I want them to give me a nice discount on that said kit that I said that I wanted, you know? And make all of the products a jumbo size. Yeah, it's not too much to ask. Yep, great. And Paula's Choice has also done holiday kits. I'm sure they've done this every year. However, I haven't really noticed that they've done them every year. So maybe I'm just living under a rock. I don't know. Paula's Choice is more on my radar this year than other years. But they have really good savings. So they've got the Best Sellers Kit, which has the Unscrub, the BHA that we talk about. It's got the Water Electrolyte moisturizer, niacinamide treatment, the body BHA, and a retinol in it. Value, $261.83 Australian dollars. Cost, $196.37. Wow. That is good value. $196 for one, two, three, four, five, for six products, for six really well-formulated products. I would pay $196 probably for one retinol. Also, all their kits are 25% off, so they've launched three of them. They've also got the booster kit and then they've got the Titan Enlarged Pores Trio as well. Titan Enlarged Pores Trio is such a good uh, gift to either a a male or a female teen. Like it's very basic, very gender neutral. The niacinamide BHA duo, just great value, 80 bucks full-size niacinamide booster and the BHA exfoliant. And then you have the Advanced Firm and Brighten Kit, which means the vitamin C and the retinol. Like, yeah, they've just put good things paired together. And I like yeah. they've done some of the smaller, smaller kits because although that first kit that I talked about, very large, very good value, normally there's going to be one or two products that you don't want to use in a, a set of five, whereas mm. little sets of two and three, mwah. Look at us complaining about Christmas before it's even upon us, all of these yeah, things. I'm not complaining but... about Christmas. No, there's just too many things in your five set from Paula's Choice. It's fine. <laughs> fine. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen that people are putting up their trees already. I know. Like the moment the Halloween was over, people in America were popping those trees up. I've seen, no, I've seen like normal laypersons putting up their trees, like people that I went to school with or uni with. Well, what time do we usually do it? Like when does it usually happen? I would say the acceptable time is December 1st if you're really, really keen, like November 28th. Wow. You're For me, that's normal. I'd normally put it up like December 10, maybe. I'd try and aim around December 1st. I reckon mine normally goes up like December 5. What do you mean I'm a Grinch? The tree doesn't go up in November. We're all looking for a change of scenery, okay? And if we can add some more greenery to our houses that we already own, we'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. I will I will grant from November 20, but I think that November 4 is, is like, it's a bit soon. <laughs> I said that I was going to buy a, a full-size Christmas tree this year because we've had a mini one ever since we lived in an apartment. But um, with the amount of shit that we've accumulated and the um, realisation that my house is extremely tiny because we live in it and work in it and do everything in it, there's absolutely no way I'll buy a full-size Christmas tree this year. That's going to happen when I get my dream home. <laughs> Do you buy a real tree? Why don't you buy No. Oh, okay. I should though, shouldn't I? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you could buy like a not huge real tree. Then I need to buy all of the like large size decorations that go on a real tree though. Mm, too much effort. Mm, I'd, I'd rather start collecting niche cute little christmas tree toppers yeah Mm. yeah anyway 
that's a side note. That is a side note. I have a plastic tree which deeply saddens me because I love a real tree, but I hate the faff of cleaning up the pine needles and I'm intensely allergic to them. Oh, well, that's a fair reason not to get a real tree. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I can't get one either then. Otherwise, you'll never come to my house again. Not that you ever come. It's too small. (laughs) This has never been said. You've got a real complex about the house today. Have you left the house? (laughs) (laughs) Not for days. Yeah, I can sense it. Okay, tell me Estee Lauder reaches net zero. What does that mean? Estee Lauder companies, so the Estee Lauder like branch of companies, um, announced this week that they have achieved net zero emissions and have sourced 100% renewable electricity globally for its direct operations. Isn't that great? Yeah, wow. I It's not for the whole business and there's a lot of jargon. There's a lot of sustainability electricity jargon in the, the press release that they put out. Mm-hmm. But they've said... Uh, this is a decisive decade for climate action and we will continue to accelerate our efforts to ensure a healthy, beautiful planet for generations to come. And Helen Clark, the CEO of The Climate Group, said, we congratulate Estee Lauder companies on their fantastic work to switch to renewable energy, uh, renewable elect- electricity globally. When large companies like Estee Lauder companies set their sights on an ambitious target, they can achieve huge change at a rapid pace. This is exactly the sort of leadership that we want to see in the climate decade as we work to halve global emissions. So there you go. Good on them. Good on them. I'm sure that there's probably a hundred things that they're not doing right, but let's celebrate the wins. Yeah. And the last thing? Kylie Skin is launching at Mecca. Mm. Did you know? I did know. I just like I'm so underwhelmed. Oh yeah, I'm completely underwhelmed and I think it probably like cheapens, unfortunately, and ruins a whole lot of the other beautiful offering that Mecca sells. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> I would agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. I think that Kylie's skin to Mecca is the equivalent of Morphe launching at Mecca. Yeah, that's a really good point, and actually. Morphe didn't cannibalise Shantukai in any way, shape or form. People are still willing to buy a $76 lipstick instead of a $9 lipstick and, you know, Mecca Max has always existed or has existed for a while and that didn't cannibalize other more expensive brands so I think there's a place for it and people that are previously buying La Mer are not going to buy Kylie skin this is probably for the Mario Badesco shoppers yeah I can't think of another brand that's on that price point there it's probably yeah providing an alternative to Mario Badesco and I was going to say just that. Like, I think maybe the consumer has changed a little bit since I worked on the floor, but I do remember like with skin, there are, there's a certain demographic of people who aren't willing to spend, I don't want to say like good money on skincare, but I think like skin is an expensive category, especially if you're new to it. It's like, oh wow, that's going to cost me a hundred dollars so that I can look nice. That seems like too much. So I think that it will hit the entry level skincare market probably really well. But yeah, I just think. I don't know. I want to see Mecca stocking only really awesome things. And I just don't no, feel like this, this hits the, the awesome level for me. It depends what awesome is to you. Yeah, it's true. It's if, true. If you're 17 and this showing awesome. an interest in skin and like Kylie Jenner, this is fucking awesome. I'm just looking at the range and it's like, it doesn't really have anything that really does anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a bit of a mer. I wish that there was you know, like an AHA or something that would actually target young 
skin. Yeah. Like none of it will really do anything. When when girls come in that are wanting skincare at that age, it's normally because they've got some of issue. Yeah. And then yeah. and then you're like trying to make them buy Dr. Dennis Gross and they don't And they're like, it. but I just want Kylie and you're like, Yeah, well you can buy Kylie now and once it's done, come back and buy Dr. Dennis Gross because it won't have done anything. <laughs> yeah. I think we also need to acknowledge the fact that young girls are buying skincare and makeup not to use it <laughs> like I've heard of young girls buying that Mario Badescu spot spray and putting a spot spray <laughs> spot uh, treatment and putting yeah. it on their face when they don't even have blemishes because they saw Kylie Jenner do it and their friends have it and they buy the mists and they don't know what the mist does <sighs> just buy yeah. the brand like makeup is the new Beanie Baby and you think it's weird that they're buying it for no purpose but like Beanie Babies also didn't serve us any purpose Oh wow, that's a that's a truth bomb and a half. I feel seen. <laughs> Your beanie baby did not go up in value. So you can get it down from the attic and you can put it in the bin. I think some of them did go up in value, whereas skincare, hundred percent wouldn't. That's going down in value with every okay. day that you leave it open and don't use it. <laughs> so true. Well then there you go. If you're looking to invest, guys, beanie baby, Bye, beanie baby. over skincare. <laughs> All right, moving on from beauty news. Shall we talk you... about our product trial? Yes, let's talk about our product trial. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> this week i tried the shiseido synchro skin foundation yes this is the foundation that i bought a while ago tried said that i didn't love in the first place then i grew to like when i used it and mixed it with other things it's not i didn't enjoy it on its own but tell me tell us what did you think about it so I want to preface this review by saying never once did I try this on its own. <laughs> on its own. Damn it. <laughs> no, but for a good reason. I could yeah. tell that I didn't like it on its own. And so there's no point me trying it and being like, I didn't like it because it's like, well, then I knew I didn't like it from when it launched because it's not particularly the finish of foundation that I would go for. And I felt like that was a stupid way to trial it, to just be like, yeah, I tried it and I agree. I don't like it. So I thought I would try it in a way that I could make it work. So I mixed but it with so generous and kind of you. Good kind pure, thank you. 
shut up. So I mix it with the Glossier Skin Tint, which is how I make most products work for me. And it is an interesting texture. I feel like it doesn't look like a lot of coverage on the skin, even before I mix it. It looks like it's just like the truest medium coverage in that it even skin tone, but I feel like it would never like cover a blemish or something. Yeah, I agree. mm, Not that much coverage, which I'm okay with. And mixed with the glossier skin tint on my skin, because bear in mind my skin is dry, so something that is labelled a satin will be matte on me. Something that is labelled dewy will be satin on me. So (laughs) knock back the finish by one degree every time. Um, Mixed with the glossier skin tint, it was a beautiful satin finish on my skin. It had this blurring effect. The only way I can describe it is that it looked like it had almost been set with the ambient lighting powders from Hourglass, where it has that soft focus glow, no shimmer, just like this very soft blur, which remained throughout the day. It was definitely like dry to the touch, like it set down and there wasn't shine on my face, but yeah. there was light reflection. Yeah. And it was really pretty. Like it would be a great mixing foundation. I probably wouldn't buy a bottle of it because, oh, I don't know, I just like to look greasy most of the time. But it was yeah. really pretty. And if I'd bought it, I wouldn't be pissed about it and I wouldn't be exchanging it or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. It clung a tiny bit to the middle of my eyebrows. However, yesterday I was literally shedding there because I accidentally Paula's Choice retinol too hard in between my eyebrows. So I can't judge it. Why are you Paula's Choice retinoling? What about your Liberty Bell? Ah, I use the Liberty Bell Retinol all over every day. It doesn't make me peel. I use the Paula's Choice eye cream and I always take my eye cream underneath my eye up to my eyebrow and in between my eyebrows. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So, and I just had them waxed like four days before. So I was like shedding and it didn't even cling that badly. So I think if you're dry, definitely don't opt for it. If you're wanting something that's luminous and you're dry, it's not going to give you that. But if you like mixing textures and you're kind of like combination or you're dry and you like a satiny finish, go for it. Really lovely. I'd say it clung less than sheer glow would on me. Yeah. I think it would be a good bridal foundation as well, especially if you erred on like a normal skin type to maybe even slightly oily as well. I think that it would work really well. 100% agree. I would almost say that it's got a similar-ish vibe to Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk, but it's got less. More coverage? No, less. Oh! Like, has less. Really? You think so? I find the Giorgio Armani to be very sheer. Mm, I find it's really buildable, though. Like, you can build it to a full coverage, whereas I didn't attempt to build this, but it just looked, like, so medium. Maybe because it's a slightly thicker texture than the Giorgio Armani. But you didn't try it on its own, so I don't know if you have a true test right now. Yeah, I guess. I feel like the Shiseido was almost like kind of gel texture, whereas the Giorgio Armani is like creamy liquid. Yeah, this is true. Whilst we were talking about Liberty Bell, can you tell us about your new purchases that you got this week, or is it too soon and you want to talk about them later? Dang, these products are so good. Speaking of Liberty Bell, my favorite of the week. Oh! Okay. The Liberty Bell Hyaluronic Acid Serum. You might think, Lisa, what? You've only had it two days. But I stole my sister's and I tried it for about three or four days. I really enjoyed it. I ordered it online after the second day and I really like it. This is a 
big call. You found two new hyaluronics that you love in the space of like a month. I'm sorry, Paula's Choice and Liberty Bell, both opposite ends of the price spectrum. Yeah. But wow. Yeah, I know. Um, Do I, I need it? Yeah, I really like it. I really like it. It's like not <laughs> as gelatinous as the Eve Lom, but it's not yep. as liquidy as Sarah Chapman. Somewhere in the middle. It's in a pump formula and I think that indicates it's, you know, it's texture. It's not like pipette runny, you yeah. know, but it's not yeah. like gel, like Drunk Elephant Big Hydra or the Paula's oh. Choice, which is more of a gel. It's just sort of yeah. serum texture, lo and behold. Um, <laughs> it's really lovely. Like it doesn't, uh, it doesn't ball. It doesn't, it's just, it's so nice. I really like it. I think that it's up, like it's up there. With my faves. Wow. Uh, I see. The ingredients The ingredients in it look quite nice as well. I yeah, pretty sure it's got niacinamide and yeah. B5 in it as well. Yeah, interesting. It's also got um, white willow extract in it as they well. Love, which they is, love white willow, don't they? They really do. Yeah, it's just really nice. If you're into an expensive hyaluronic, are you looking at the webpage? How much should I pay for it? $144. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember paying that? Or did you block out? I do. But Evlom Intense Hydration Serum is $152. Oh, what a saving. Well, it's the same price point, right? And the Sarah Chapman Hydration Booster is $130 on Netaporte. So let's all just agree that if the serum is between $130 and $150, I love it. Um, but yeah. I really like it. I think everyone should try it if you've got the money to buy. It. So when we are allowed to get a facial, are we going to go to Liberty Bell together and get one? Or are we just going to? I think that I might maybe stick to the products because although they're still expensive, they're probably more affordable than a Liberty Bell facial. <laughs> oh, are they are they that bad? I think I they're mean, really really great. expensive. Great, but expensive. Okay, good yeah. to know. Maybe we add it to my list of things that I could, should, or won't do before the wedding. Yes. Add it to the list. Yeah. Um, my beauty fave this week is, no surprises here, the Summer Fridays Lip Butter. Ooh. Have you used it? No, never. It's such an interesting texture and it tastes like, smells like vanilla mm-hmm. and it's it's very thick and quite like rich and it's a bit sticky but Isn't I love it. Is it like the Bite Agave lip mask? Yes it's very similar in texture to the Bite Agave lip mask when that's fully uh, warmed. You know yeah. how that like hardens yeah. when it's cold? It's so hard. yeah. yeah. Yeah it's like if the Bite Agave lip mask was always at the same at the consistency of when you've left it in the car on a warm day. Yeah the perfect <laughs> the perfect texture. Okay, interesting. Yep. I feel like you're really hard to please with lip balms. I am hard to please. I've had to use it all around my mouth. I've got full lip rash back again and it's been very good at helping keep me hydrated because it's like it's weird having dry around your lips because skincare doesn't cut it. Like it's yeah, so, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so almost the lip area that like you need a heavy-duty like really rich lip product. You know what I actually probably need is like an emollient balm of sorts like a barrier cream yeah i need one of those maybe Mm. you could try the qv ointment around your mouth oh that's a good idea yeah i'll do that 
just like really make sure it doesn't migrate because I already feel like I know that it would taste bad. And probably give me like a massive cystic pimple on my chin. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. You also have a favourite listed. Oh, yeah. Um, shopping in store for beauty items this week was a favourite. I was so, so happy, even though I complained about going to a shopping centre, about being able to go into a Mecca. My my little heart, it sang. I also went into Sephora. My heart sang in there, except that the service is always shocking. <laughs> mm. And where else did I go? I also went into the Chanel store. I just went to all of the stores. Wow, you really did. Yeah, I went to Mecca Armadale and it was awesome. I also... This is just going to kind of segue us into non-beauty faves. Yeah. I found a new store in Armadale called Made and More. It's Ooh. like a little homewares-y, ceramic-y shop. It is the best. I bought so many ceramics that were really reasonably priced. Like they looked quite similar to ones that I had from Robert Gordon that I definitely would have paid like double the price of or like 30% more than they're really reasonably priced and they're all 30% off and I'm pretty sure I walked in at like quarter past four and they were like oh just letting you know we're closing up and I was like that's a bit abrupt and then realized that it was past the time that they'd closed they weren't like closing at five and they were telling me that like they were wrapping things up Um, (laughs) they had closed and you walked in through a locked door (laughs) and then um Abby picked an item that was the last one on the floor and it had a little chip and she was like oh I don't want to sell you that one Abby was like no it's fine I really don't care I'm like I like that color I'll take it and she goes fine and then she found something that Abby had been like oh I like this and she goes take this then and like the service she was like so nice I know and so I got awesome unique ceramic-y bits that were perfect for my house that I haven't been able to find from other places at a really reasonable price with great customer service. And me and Abby walked out. We'd just been to Armadale Mecca and had the best service ever and then been there. And we were literally walking with a swing in our step. There is nothing that makes me and Abby happier than enabling each other and buying shit together. And we were like, this feels like normal. We just had our little dose of normal in Melbourne and it was the best. You've convinced me to go shopping in Armadale this weekend. I'm convinced. Yeah. Thank you so much. You can much. go to Assembly. You can go to Nimble. It's just I love Armadale strip shopping because it's just got like little things that are fun to potter in. There's a skin threads. You can try my jeans recommendation on. Oh, dear. No, I'll never try on a new pair of new jeans again. <laughs> That's hard, isn't it? It is. What's your non-beauty fave? Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. I have three okay the first one is and i know i know we've we've got a lot of sock content on this podcast Mm. um it's a pair of socks and it's nothing to be amazed about but i got a pair of socks from hype like just some ankle socks that are like they go up to your ankle not like they go below your ankle you know i don't know what you call them no isn't it so weird that people refer to ankle socks as like heel socks anklet socks I would call it yes you're right sock goes to your ankle yeah just goes to your knee you don't call (laughs) knee high socks like socks that go below your knee yeah you don't call them shin socks when they go to your knee yeah (laughs) anyway I bought some ankle socks and they're lovely and great and it's completely underestimated 
how practical an ankle sock is. Even though they might not be always the most fashionable, you can wear them under a gumboot and the gumboot won't cut into your ankles because they're ankle socks. <laughs> yeah, dude, no shit. That's why I love my socks that I talk about all the time so much. I understand exactly why that is now. And also, they're way more comfortable to wear around the house. I know I'm repeating everything that you've said, but I now understand why you should wear an ankle sock instead of an anklet sock. I would never wear an anklet sock around the house for comfort. They're the only socks I own. But I would absolutely put an ankle sock on around the house for comfort. I would never comfortably outside of the house wear an anklet sock and Birkenstocks because that's tragic. But I would rep an ankle sock with Birkenstocks because that's I, like daggy cool. I wore an ankle sock with Birkenstocks to the supermarket and I got stared at. I got really stared at, but I was wearing, I was wearing all black with white ankle socks and brown Birkenstocks. So it wasn't a Ooh, good look anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, but please, no one in Croydon is judging me. Shitsville, like, please reserve your judgment for other people in this supermarket than me right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your other faves? Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I have so many. Uh, my other one is I placed an order on Rowie, the label, this week. Mm-hmm. First of all, exceptionally fast shipping. It arrived in under two business days. Love that for us. Love that for Melbourne. Perfect. And I ordered a dress like a maxi dress that I saw on Elise Knowles and I thought I have to have this Elise Knowles looks fabulous and she's pregnant and I'm not pregnant so I better look fabulous and a white linen shirt I love them both so so much the quality of Rowie products is absolutely fabulous and I will probably buy more things even though when I bought them I thought this is a lot of money and I probably will return one of them when they arrive and they're not perfect but I won't I'll just buy more this is great news. And the last favourite of yours? Or do you want me to break it up with my favourite? No. Well, it's kind of a joint favourite, joint discovery this week. What is it? The the Bed Threads home range that they've just launched. Mm. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. It's beautiful. But what's do that you have anything to add? How is that joined with anything else? It's not joined with anything else. It's joined with – is it Bed Threads, the brand that you sent me the new home products from? Yeah, but that's not my favourite. No, I know it's not your favourite, but like – favourites my maps. I haven't bought them yet. I can't say they're my favourite. You can't pick favourites if they if you haven't tried them, Alex. Oh, can't I? I just no. love – I want to buy everything. Okay, yeah, all right. me too. I also want to buy the uh, – I keep saying tablecloth, and that's not what I mean. Placemat. Placemat. Yeah. And what was the other things that I linked you that were really cute? Oh, the fun little cups and stuff. So cute. And the plates. Yeah. yeah. So cute. So cute. I love. Anyway, it's I not allowed it... to be a favorite. It's not. I can't describe what kind of cups, etc. do I like. Like stupid, quirky cups. You like cups that look like they're blown by a local hand-blown yeah. artisan glass blower and they're from Dalesford. That's what you like. Yes, and then, like, put a tiny bit of, like, weird abstract something on it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, you like, you know what your cup, your, okay, this is a weird thing to, I'm drawing yeah. weird parallels this week. You are. But no you know. does the weird parallels. Why am I doing it? I don't know. But you know those glass fish that used to go into yeah. Yeah. Bodies of water with the air bubble at the top that used to make them float. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the type of glass that you like is something that looks like one of those glass fish. (laughs) Also, that was a great thing because now you've put me onto something. My glass taste is also the equivalent of those weird thermometers that middle-aged women have with the floating blobs of glass colour and it lets you know the temperature in the room. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 I do. I don't I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those weird blobby glass thermometers. Get that <laughs> and, like, make it wacky. That's the cup that I like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we hope we've, hope we've painted a good picture for everybody here. I'm going to round this out with my non-beauty favourite, which mm-hmm. is 100 Cookies, a book by <laughs> Sarah Kiefer. I ordered it on Amazon at, like, 8 p.m. at night, and it told me that I could get it Saturday. So I ordered it on Friday. It told me it could come the next day, but I didn't want to pay. So it came 7 a.m. on the Sunday. Wow. Very impressive. Amazon Prime, always always <laughs> non-beauty fave. Anyway, this book is bomb. I love cookies. I know you do. I'm surprised you even needed a book on 100 cookies. Well, the thing is I don't because I'm already renowned for making excellent cookies. Yeah. But – I don't really make like cakes or elaborate desserts. I'm more of like a slice cookie kind of baker. And so this contains not only cookies, but it has novel treats, brownies, bars and more. And I just thought, and this chick, I follow her on Instagram and she's always posting sick cookies. And I think photos of bulk cookies just really speak to me. So, um, This week I made, what did I make? Snickerdoodles. The book arrived. I took it upstairs and Brendan said to me, will you bake me something that I pick? And I said, yes, I will. And then he selected (laughs) Snickerdoodles and I baked them. They were yummy as, oh, my God, I used 700 grams of sugar. Oh. (laughs) Wow. To be fair, I made like 40 cookies or something, but I used – I think 500 grams of butter and 700 grams of sugar. Wow. I don't even know what I would do if I ate that much sugar. I think my body would eject itself. Yes. <laughs> I would birth my organs from my anus. Yeah. yeah, it's called a prolapse. We've all been there. Um, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm just looking at them now. There's toasted sesame cookies. One of the things was like a cheesecake slice with a creme brulee top. Yum! What? So awesome. And then at the same time, I also bought a book by another chef or baker that I follow on Instagram. It's called Snacking Cakes. And just the title of that speaks to me so much. It's like, like, is a snacking cake in comparison to what? Birthday like, cakes, I guess. Yeah, I just felt like it was, it sounded to me like a low key cake that you would make to just have around for when people pop by and like put in lunch boxes it's not like a whole day's worth of baking for like a birthday cake it's just a casual cake and I thought damn that sounds really fun I want to be the kind of person that has snacking cake around yeah that sounds, that sounds like great. Would, you, would you like a peppermint tea do you want a slice of cake like very English Snacking cake? Mouth your snacking yeah, cake. Yeah, snacking cake. I imagine that it's cut into rectangles rather yeah, than like around. Yeah, no, it's cake. definitely cut into rectangles and also you need a different storage unit for your snacking cake as you would for a regular cake. 
Yeah, I don't actually have any good method of storing cakes. I really want like a round like cake store, but I guess if I'm going to be making snacking cakes, I need to get like a rectangular a or square like, one. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> got a lot to add to the Christmas list. Anyway, let's talk about our snack of the week. Speaking of snacking cakes, just tuck it to my veins. <laughs> okay, mine's super simple. It's porridge. I'd, I'm not allowed to eat anything yummy this week, so I've been reverting to porridge and. It's it's okay. It's a bit boring, but you know. <laughs> I've been having a huge porridge moment. Um as Have well. you? Yeah, but I've been having I wanna say it's a guilty pleasure. And like I'm ashamed of it, and I am deeply ashamed of it, but also I'm proud of it. I've been smothering my porridge in condensed milk and like oh. a kilo of chia seeds. And it makes it taste delightful. I can't believe that you're eating cond- uh, – who owns – I guess you're a baker. I was like, who owns condensed milk? Yeah, well, the thing is I bought condensed milk to make caramel slice, but then I started putting it on my porridge, so then I couldn't make the caramel slice. <laughs> my childhood – I in my childhood I had condensed milk on porridge. That was what I had. Like I didn't have like sugar or honey or anything. I had condensed milk. Which- what is condensed milk? Is it significantly worse? It's like glucose syrup, isn't it? Like it's not good for you. No, it's it's like – milk and sugar it's it's basically caramel like it's the worst thing for you but it's my I'd say it's like salt butter and then condensed milk is my third favorite food <laughs> I love it so salt, salt, your salt. Thing about porridge but mm-hmm. condensed milk on porridge is the worst thing in the world for you but you can compensate the health factor by adding chia and therefore it's perfectly healthy <laughs> I ate mine with papaya today and I felt, yeah, I I decided to try papaya because I don't think I've ever like bought one and just eaten it for fun. And I was like, I'm going to do that with a papaya. Anyway, they're very bland tasting. I don't know if you know. I've never eaten a papaya. They're low FODMAP, which is why I did it. And also apparently they're a really good source of prebiotic fiber. And Lord knows I need some more prebiotics in my life. Yeah. Um. Brenton's dad's like huge into papayas, very Polynesian food. I have never eaten a papaya. It is a foreign fruit to me. I imagine <laughs> it has the texture of a cantaloupe, does it? Yeah, very similar. I think it depends on what stage of ripeness you yeah. get it at. Whereas I'm like really not a cantaloupe gal, so I feel like I avoid a lot of the melony grown fruity family. It's not quite as melony. It's It would be a mixture between like a cantaloupe and a mango, mango? I would say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Willing to try. What do you normally put on your porridge? Like a little bit of maple syrup or, yeah, that's about it really. And, like, I usually try and mix in, like, chia seeds and, you know, some seedy things. Yeah. When I'm not in my, like, seeking out diabetes phase, Mm -hmm. I do a dollop of yogurt, chia seeds, bananas, strawberries, and a tiny drizzle of honey, and that is my prime porridge. Oh, yeah, I do have banana as well. Mm. My snack of the week. Oh my god, I'm really exposing. I've had a really, really bad week nutrition wise. Oh my god, <laughs> tell me something new, Lisa. You've had a bad week nutrition wise for as long as I can remember. Except actually, no. Last week you were having like a reform because you were like, I've eaten so much gluten that like my body is dying, and so now my body is a temple and I haven't eaten gluten in two days. Mm. I'm sorry I'm calling you out. No, it's gotten worse. So it's not, <laughs> it's not that I'm like – previously it was bad nutrition-wise in that I was eating a lot of things I was intolerant to. This Now it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, the last sort of seven days has been 
only beige foods and I can't remember the last time I had like I ate something that had nutritional content <laughs> well have you not had a Marley spoon delivered this week yeah I have but we have we've, we've put off eating them so on Friday night I made um crab in a bag yum oh my so, god Lisa when are you gonna make that for me I will but you'll have to donate we so this is yeah. what we do we put like mayo and and a little bit of Worcestershire and a little bit of sriracha and a little bit of chives and a bit of cream cheese and we make this delicious crabby dip and then we put it in brioche buns and then mm. we add shredded lettuce and pickles. And it's never, but it's like $30 a, a roll. Yeah, I'll donate. But delightful. So I have that. And then I've just been having intense sugar cravings ever since. And it was Halloween, so my snack of the week, other than crab in a bag, is fun size Mars bars. Did any kids even come to your house? I was out for Halloween, but I bought (laughs) fun size chocolates just in case, and then I ate them. Yeah, nice. So next week, I'm going to put this on here so I'm accountable. Next week, I'm going to make sure that every meal that I eat has nutritional value and a fruit or a vegetable in it because literally I've been eating like a potato cake for breakfast and like (laughs) and then like pasta for dinner and then an ice cream for dessert. That's my dream diet. Honestly, I wish I could eat that. It's not good. I don't feel great. But once I I get in sugar mode, I can't break it. Like I'm such a sugar bitch. I really, 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 really wanted potato cakes yesterday and I was like, I'm so unwell. I would... It would honestly be like the nail in the coffin if I ate if I ate potato cakes right now. But God, I wanted them. I ate tonight the I made the laksa. Did you get the laksa in your Mali spoon this week? The fish laksa. No. Oh, it was really yummy. That's a shame oh. that you didn't. I feel yeah. I'm annoyed. I'm, oh, mm, I don't think I even saw that. <laughs> oh well, that's a shame. It was really good. I mean, and it was fish. I'm- I'm going to throw my Marley spoon out and eat Mars bars for dinner, so it doesn't really matter what <laughs> anyway. I'll be better next week. I stand by it. Thank you for listening, right. everyone. Can everyone please like, rate, and review us on the Apple Podcasts app? And please subscribe or follow us if you listen to us on Spotify and you can't do any of the other things that I've mentioned. Yes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next Thanks, week. Thanks, everyone. When I'm clean, lean, vegan, kind, pure. Love that. See you then. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.